Cheers, my man. Cheers, my Brother, man. Brother, good to see you again. Uh, you know, I did a I did a workout today. Come on. What? No. Turn forty. Okay. Start working out. Nah, right, it was. Come well, yeah, on. actually, this was a really intense workout because you yeah. know I'm, you know I'm at the pool early in the morning, right? And the kids were doing the, you know coaching, but I decided that ah, I'm going to get in and show them up. How you feeling? Well, t- I'll tell you tomorrow. Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. The show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Hello, 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 neighbors out there. All you loyal neighbors out there, welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock. If it's your first time joining us, hey, welcome to the table. Philip, how are you? The table, the house, the studio, whatever you want to call it. We don't knock. We walk in. That's right. I do it constantly. You do. (laughs) It's a little bit. It's it's odd when the door is locked, actually. (laughs) I mean, I know it's the name of the show and everything, but there was a little while there. It was like, Brian, really? Maybe a doorbell ring now and again. An announcement? I give give the, the one knuckle tap. Yeah. Now I like that, your, that, that's the, the <laughs> I like your text that you said when you're like, I'm on my way, and on my way means Brian's pulling into my driveway. Well there's I, never I could be in the bathroom. Oh, Brian's on his way. Not take me, it takes me about two and a half minutes to get here. So it does, it's true. Um, it's kind of like an extended driveway from <laughs> yours to mine. It's a very extended driveway. It's, it's longer than the driveway at South Fork Ranch in Dallas. So and I know that because I've been there. So who shot JR? Do you know? Do you know? <laughs> I've never even seen the show. Not once. Really? Not one episode. I know. Uh, okay. Uh, we have a guest to get to, but I'm going to I'm gonna just sidetrack for a minute over here. That is a very well-known show, and it's not only so well-known, Philip, it is internationally well-known. When we, we did the tour, uh, because my folks are in Dallas, so we went over there and did visit the ranch, there was at least six different languages. Not not exaggerated, that they had to get out cue cards or whatever because they didn't have someone that spoke the language. Yeah, it was so, insane how many people come and visit that place and are like, it's Dallas, it's where JR was, yeah. you know. You know that your friendship is really tight and that your ribbing has become like really severe when somebody can look you straight in the eyes about Dallas and be like, that's a really well-known <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Yes, I know it's a really right. well known okay. show. Okay, all right. Well, I did. You didn't. I didn't feel like you. You knew it was I well. I just. I'm that. just putting it out there. Okay. Well, well so let's get on to our it guest. Is. We got a new. <laughs> it is what. All right, do what you do. All right, I'll do what you do. Uh, We got to get to our guest. Our neighbor stopping by today is fantastic. We are so excited to have him on the show. He is a podcast coach and creator himself, chief voice operator at Ozeal Media and founder of Pod and Vid Houston. That's right. Did you know that? I did, actually. Okay, I'm just, again, making sure you knew. Thank you. That's that's what I do for our friendship. Uh, His podcast, No Permission Needed, that it's apparently what we need to be listening to. So I'm having to change my my list of, of order of podcasts. Um, it's on the new and noteworthy iTunes list right there. So that's yeah, great. I have to be honest, when I was reading this bio and I saw that pang of jealousy, just Well, hold just on. You're going to get jealous a little bit more because right now um, he is on Apple's top 50 business podcast list. So yep, there, there you is. go, and it's awesome. Um, he is got five star ratings. He has been reaching. He's reached one million downloads, which is incredible. Um, he also helps a 
creatives and entrepreneurs get their start in media, whether it is podcasting, video. Uh, he He's right here in Houston, our own backyard. I, I could go on. Let's not wait any longer. Let's get him on to the show. Uh, welcome, Ozil DeBastos. How are you, my friend? I'm doing amazing. By the way, I love the studio. And, oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, you guys have like hospitality to the max, by the way. Thank you very <laughs> so much. So this is like, I think, the most fun I've ever had in a podcast. <laughs> well, we try. Well, cheers. Well, yeah, cheers. Welcome. Absolutely. 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 We Thanks appreciate you being guys. here. Lovely to have you. You know, yeah, I, I didn't paint the studio, but I did have input, apparently. Um, not, I, re- not, I, really. Just a bit. not really. I did paint the studio, so nobody's allowed to make comments whatsoever on the quality <laughs> of the, a painter. I am not. It is really so. I shouldn't tell you that spot over there looks that, a little, little off. That one right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no one warned me that like when you paint something this color blue, it shows everything. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, there's some construction sins in all the I am well, Floyd y- Street Studios. I'm gonna give you a little bit of credit, and I'll, I'll let you in on this. Philip is actually very good with putting taking things apart and putting them back together. I give mm. you a lot of credit for that because half the time I'm one of those I can take it apart and I can get about halfway back together and then I'm like what the hell? Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so 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 growing up as a kid were you like a Lego kid? Were you really good at you like know, just, I I was. I yeah, was a Lego kid, sense. but actually I, I grew up sense. in a race car family, so I was always oh. turning wrenches and and you know Dropping transmissions and engines and things like that. So, it and was, if you uh, haven't noticed, speaking of Lego and transmissions, there is if one. He has a very nice displayed Lego race car on the wall that. upstairs, which my wife would never allow me to. Have. That was that was my daughter and I during Hurricane Harvey. We put that whole thing together. It was pretty cool. It was actually a gift from a good friend, Evan. Shout out to you, sir, if you're uh, happening to catch this episode. Evan, really I'm waiting for the Millennium Falcon model. You can send that one. We'll do put, you know how much that I costs? I do. That's why I said I'm waiting on it. So he said, well, we'll put it up here in the studio, Evan. So, you know, let us know. Bryce, uh, <laughs> cheap ass, can't buy. He's like, I'm just waiting for him to gift it to me. You know? it up, Come on. Come on. Yeah. Bring it you know, I, I'll share credit. Uh, I mean... <laughs> I got no problem giving shout outs, but but no, but it it did work well. But you know what? We're happy to have you here. Thank you for being in studio. You know, you are a busy, busy guy. Every time I look at you on social media or something, you are doing something amazing. I mean, today you had a live feed going on, which I couldn't attend because I was busy at three o'clock. I think you had a live Q&A going on. What, what was what is going on with you right now? Right now, I am like deep in the trenches of making like Pod Houston, which is the podcast community here, like such a notable community uh, to really, you know, scale it up to do a conference in 2023. Oh, so I've been it. really focusing I on I think the community. everyone who's been to podcast movement or knows about it is rooting for that here. <laughs> I, yeah. I I went to the one in Nashville. Okay, I I didn't get to go. We didn't get a chance to go to the one in Dallas. Uh, we are planning to go to the one in in Denver, but it's a okay. really cool experience. So I love hearing that you want to do that locally because that would make podcast movement wherever they do it as an on a national stage a bigger deal. I feel like if we had our own, and also you think about it, like are you trying to bring San Antonio and Dallas, like Texas, or you want to keep it just Houston? I, I, you know, I'm definitely, you know, keep it Texas based for sure. Inviting our friends because, you know, Dallas has a nice podcasting community, Austin as well. But Houston has been known as like the most like diverse. Obviously, it's a reflection of our city, but we're the most organized uh, podcast. Is that right? Yes. Which is the reason why the founder of PodFest Expo, his name is Chris K. We're going to be doing an event in a couple of weeks. And they reached out to us and, hey, you guys have your ish together. We really want to do an event 
you know, with Pot Houston. So now that. we're collaborating with other conference leaders and they understand, you know, so Pot Houston's love on the map. That. We're doing some things, man. I love so, that. And then we, we really joined. We, uh, I'm sad that it took us so long to join. Uh, it took you so long. I don't know. What happened, what, man? I Phil, mean, Phil, it, it, what, you guys been in the us, game for two years. He was, he was painting the studio. I'm it, sorry. It, it, <laughs> had to, it, had to get, it had to be completed before we could join. Of course. Of course. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes uh, sense. I was on Wikipedia. What is a TV show Dallas? <laughs> yeah. Took up See, a lot of my time and, to figure and out. And now... And who now, the hell is JR? <laughs> 2022, we're ready. <laughs> Let's go. Honestly, I live under a rock. So for me, it's always sort of eye-opening when I discover anything new. Whatever it might be, um, but Pod Houston was was a lovely discovery. How, how did that all come to be? Like, what was the idea behind it at first? So five years ago, I mean, I've been podcasting for uh, close to a decade now. Back when podcasting wasn't a thing, like back when you had to explain, like, hey, uh, like, mom, you have yeah, to like, what is up? Yeah, pod, you have to like what open this app and like still, you know, which is funny <laughs> because now, like now, mom, my mom, you know, always asks me like, what is it that you do again? But uh, recently, a little funny story, she was, uh, you know, she had her, her AirPods now and, and she was listening to a podcast. And, uh, you know, she, I was like, well, mom, what do you listen to? She's like, I'm listening to a podcast. I'm like, yes, mom. Like, <laughs> oh, mom awesome. is now down with the podcast movement. You know, it's funny you say that because it's true, right? The beginning of podcasting was very like Hank Hill moment. Like, oh, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> hey, I, 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 I love my wife, but I, she didn't want AirPods, by the way. And I got her a pair, I think maybe a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. And now she won't ever take them off. Take so a, she's, she's taking she, phone calls. That, that's she, what happens. She, she's yeah. like, she li- she does the books. I, I don't know if she's, I'm try- she listens to our podcast occasionally, but I'm trying to get her <laughs> to listen more or to branch <laughs> out. But she likes the the, the audio books and stuff. But yeah. but it's, it, your mom's not that far behind a lot of people. So I think that's awesome that yeah, she's you know, doing sli- that. Slight digression with the AirPods things. I, I won't take a phone call without them now. I'm just yeah. like, oh, hang on, my phone's ringing I used to be against them all. I was like, no, I will not, you know, use these AirPods. Don't be that. Don't be that guy. (laughs) Actually, you know, I don't mind someone that has that and they're talking. That's fine. I can't stand when they sit there on speaker with their phone. And then with their, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's a pet peeve. I was like, why? Why? But anyway, we we digress. We digress. Your your mom's all like, the grievances. She's all teched up. She's listened to podcasts. So, um, yes. So five years ago, I knew there was a, a great blogging community here and there was even a, a YouTube community happening. And I was like, where are the podcasters at? Like, I really wanted to, to bring podcasting um, and, and organize a movement together. So I, I put out, I remember on meetup.com, I was like, let me just put this out there. It was called Beginner Podcast because my intention was to bring people together, but I also wanted to teach people about this world of podcasting. It was right. brand new to me and I was really excited about it. So I set up on meetup.com and from there, we met up at Cafe Brazil and we had about 25 people that showed up. It was just an amazing turnout. Everybody was like, when can we do this again? We never knew this podcasting community, you know, for a first time turnout. That's a lot of, it people. was a nice, yeah, especially for a meetup, you know? And uh, so it was a great turnout. And from there it kind of evolved and people were asking, I kept on putting together these events and now 2000 subscribers in our newsletter. That's outstanding. Uh, so it's been amazing just to see it grow. And every year guys, like, you know, from like SaaS companies to like professionals, doctors, people are launching podcasts left and right. And it's been really cool to see it evolve from where it was like a hobbyist, like creative starting podcasts. And now, and an now you're seeing an, an industry and it's yeah. like a billion dollar industry now. 
Yeah, so it's crazy. When we first got started in this and Brian first started talking to me about doing Neighbors Don't Knock, I I didn't know very much about podcasting. And I started doing a little bit of just Googling around and painting his bedroom. uh, I like that Googling is it. Yeah, I was. I was like this and I was like (laughs) tapping in my phone at the same time. Um, (laughs) On the line. You were on the line. I was on the line. (laughs) Yeah. I hadn't discovered the tick or the talk yet, but I was on the line. Um, I know you hadn't discovered Bitmojis because that was... (laughs) That was was eye-opening. That was... (laughs) Brian's like, are you serious? I'm going, oh my God. I must have sent him a thousand pictures of me just doing stupid Bitmoji shit. Within a week. That's awesome. But but yeah, you know... one of the most fascinating things to me that I discovered is that podcasting is the fastest growing medium in the history of any recorded medium. And it's not just the fastest growing, it's the fastest growing proportionately yes. and by far. That means it's outpacing the introduction of radio, the introduction of the telephone, the introduction of television. That's incredible, right? Of course, we're at a point when you know, the cost of entry is much, much cheaper than any of those technologies when they first came online. There's no real barrier of entry. People can just, you know, if they had an internet connection, they can, they can listen to a podcast. But that many people coming online to, you know, do shows and share stories, that's freaking amazing to me. It's like the most democratic thing I know of. Yeah. I love it. Well, now I have a question for you. Since you've been in the podcasting world much longer than we have, what was it like for you the first time you sat down? How, what was that feeling? Especially for a lot of people who are listening out there and some of our viewers, um, if they're interested in podcasting, what is the biggest thing that you learned from your first time on the, on the mic? Wow. So when I first turned on the mic and heard myself, I was like, I get to like live my VJ dreams of being on MTV. <laughs> like I get to interview people because I've always wanted to be like a, Carson, you know, Carson. Pretty uh, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to watch like Yo! TV raps and I was like that guy. TRL, man. TRL. Car- yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Curry, who I actually met at Podcast Movement. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's uh, considered, he's anoint, you know, anointed as the, the pot father of podcasting. Uh, Adam Curry, yeah, I from did the TV. Not, I, did, I did. Yes. See, I learned something today. Hey, this, that, I feel well. like I'm going to learn a lot today. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> take notes. You got yeah. the laptop. Bring it out. <laughs> so it was really cool to meet him, and I just was really just you know really excited about getting behind the microphone, recording my first podcast, and then getting it out there. And then I started getting clicks, and from like people were listening from all over the world, and it was just this feeling of just like you said, this gave us permission for people to just get a microphone get a laptop in a hosting service and then just speak your you know truth you know just share your passion with the world and from there it just scaled and I got started getting 500 downloads and then a thousand a month and it just continued growing and growing and growing so now it's changed the landscape has completely changed back then it was just kind of like okay just get started but now there's so many moving parts and there's branding involved and there's oh, yeah. really kind of figuring out what is the strategy to really grow your audience and I feel like some of the principles are still the same. When it comes to starting a podcast, it's just have, what is the big idea? You know, so I always ask my clients, like, what is the big idea? Like, what the heck is this podcast about? You know, and then being able to be like, okay, where is the audience? And let me strategically position this podcast where when I launch it, I can have an audience and I can attract them. And then you can figure out about monetizing later. And you guys did a fantastic job, by the way, like just getting in the trenches. We're, we're, we're still we're still in the trenches. Making it happen. And I feel <laughs> we're like still in the a trenches. lot of podcasters, though, Brian, are like feeling the same way. You know, it's just you're constantly like in the trenches. You're growing your audience. And it is a slow burn, but it's such an amazing process and a journey that a lot of people just don't realize how much podcasting 
outside of just sharing your passion, like you, know, you guys do an amazing job of just, you know, entertaining your audience, but like the skill sets that you learn, like you really get to learn how to communicate your ideas, to articulate, uh, to be able to like really host a show, to listen, to be able to have an interview where you're actually bringing people into your ecosystem and introducing them to your world. And I think there's so many skill sets around podcasting that's so fascinating, which is the reason why I enjoy this this platform so much, man. You mentioned VJ. Yeah. Or, or a, v, you know, a, a DJ, the VJ, the vi, yeah, video yeah, DJ, video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is, was very ahead of its time when it was out. When it was <laughs> well, out yeah, right? it, 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 really right? it became the vlogger. That's right. right. Yeah. That's, that's right. That's it a really did. Good it point. paved that's the correct. way. Yeah. So... Yeah. Were were you someone? Did you spin? Did you have music background? I mean, so let's go. Let's go back a little pre-podcasting. Ah, back, man. I want to. I want to know. Let, let's peel back a little bit. Let's peel back another layer. Yeah. So, what was it that you wanted to do, or that that excites you before you got into podcasting? You know what's interesting? That's a great question, Brian. Nobody's ever asked me that question. That's why I'm neighbors don't knock. <laughs> man, this is exclusive right here. Man, <laughs> if I could drop this mic, Where, where's the beat, man? <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Yeah, don't drop the mic. It's expensive. <laughs> 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 pew, pew. We'll, be, we'll, we'll be we'll be painting our own walls for uh, for the foreseeable future if we just keep dropping mics. That's Fair a enough. great question, man. So you know, performance has always been a passion of mine. I remember, uh, and it was funny because I mentioned this on Facebook how I'm preparing for a presentation uh, in a couple weeks, and I've noticed that I was it was funny I was trying to put the notes together and the slide deck together. And I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to say. These are the, the points that I want to share. And then I've noticed like I would just drop the laptop and I get into just like, forget this. Let me perform it. Like I start performing. I'm pretty sure as an actor, you can relate to this. Like I just get into this, like, how can I perform this, these words and put them into like life? And how can I, because I work better when it's not scripted, which is the reason why I love podcasting because it's candid, raw, so performance is something that's always been a common theme in my life from wanting to be an actor at one point. Really? To, yes. To okay. also wanting to be uh, a musician, which I ended up, I spent the bulk of my twenties in a hip hop jazz, uh, Band. I was. Oh I was, no! Oh I was no! A, we yeah. may have to be asking for some. Oh no! For <laughs> <laughs> Playing an instrument or vocalist? Yeah. Or? So I, I was a vocalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a vocalist, and I was doing that. And so, performance has always been part of like my DNA. And my father was a musician. My mother was an actress. So, oh, wow. I, yeah, wow. you had it in your blood. So I had it in my blood. Yeah. So performance was something I really enjoyed doing. So from like my dreams of being a VJ, and I remember it was just me just recording and like doing com like commentating, just doing commentary uh, with my best friend. We were watching videos and we would crack up and we would add these little, you know, interludes and just have fun with just the aspect of just using our imagination. Like we're interviewing these celebrities. And then from there I went to music and then I started a bunch of like vlogs where I started interviewing local business owners. So podcasting and that sense of curiosity has always been part of my life. And I just always wanted to go in that route. So, so, so you were on sense. YouTube before you were yeah, doing man. podcasting. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. How, how was your, I, I got how was the life at home? <laughs> Dad being a musician, mom being an actor, like how <laughs> a, a, a lot of time on myself, dude. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. I, you know, used to my, you know, dad and my playing the guitar and singing and, and practicing. My mom was in and out. And uh, so I was always just. And you're, you're like, an only myself. child then. So, no, I have two younger brothers. Two younger brothers. Yes. What's the age? What's the age split? Um, so, oh man, there's uh, maybe like an eight year difference. Okay. So, I'm, so, I'm big, yeah. so okay, there's, there's a big, so I spent a lot of time on myself. It was pretty much, I was a solo kid for a while. Okay. I, I can understand that. I mean, we had a lot of kids in our family. Dude, but I'm, I'm picturing like little you 
Max Headroom in the background, like a mirror, Dude. and you're just introducing like the top ten. You know? That that was me, man. That's awesome. That was me, Philip. It was just like, I was just no really Kurt excited. Loader. I'll take this one. <laughs> I got this, man. <laughs> you could. If I take your corner. Well, who would? Okay, if you were for let's say, yeah, yeah. who would you want to interview uh, oh, music wise? Who music would you want? Oh, you know what? Um, so I was in love with Prince. I always wanted to be Prince Ooh, growing up. You shouldn't uh, look uh, in his rest, eyes, even even yeah. when you're watching videos, man. <laughs> you just don't look in his eyes. Yeah, just yeah, like, just, 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 yeah, yeah. It's mesmerizing. Prince, that's man. a good one. That's a yeah, good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was. Uh, I grew up, you know, idolizing him and wanted to be Prince. And you know, I know he's passed on, but he would be the one that would be like he. He's gonna. I would have loved to. He's gonna live forever. Probably a hard interview, by the way, because he was so like quiet and really didn't speak much. But he would have been a really interesting interview. I yeah. I, you know, I've never personally. I've never even thought about that either. Who, who's, Philip, your, who's your dream? I, I don't yeah. know. Oh, mine's easy actually. Now that I now that it just popped in my head, Green Day. Green Day. I, I love Green Day. I've always and I fell more in love with them as that as I got older because the when I learned more about their style and how they you know they grew up you know defiant teens and things like that and just doing their thing and they were in that punk era before it really got popular yeah, I so I really have a lot of appreciation for them mm -hmm. and musically you know Billy was he had a lot of musical background a lot of Sinatra love in which I love Sinatra so when they did um, the Broadway show American Idiot, they were part of the process of because uh, they used all their music. It's basically an anthem of all their music, and they were part of the process. And the the chords and everything that they did and how they incorporated that into a Broadway show, yeah. using and not in like changing their music was just brilliant. Yeah, they were amazing but, musicians. But, but because of how they wrote, mm -hmm. it was really it was really neat. And and you know. Yeah, they had the they were kind of weird, like because you know they had the Sex Pistols that was I, I think they were very similar in that sense, like that. But mm -hmm. maybe, maybe a little less violent <laughs> violence at home. Well, but they they went through a lot of the same things of rock and roll, and, right. and you know, but I, I really admire them and that they're still doing it. I mean, it's like you look at Aerosmith. How many decades are they going through right now? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, Green Day. Side note: I used to pretend to play guitar back in the day. And uh, never really did. Always wanted to just a mean really guitar. get into. It. Oh yeah, just mean. I own guitars. Like I tried. I took lessons. I, I learned some chords. I used to mess around, but never. Well, you really can't dedicated like you myself. can't bang them and like break them and just like no. Like, I was, I've actually <laughs> never. I've you've never, never done that? ever understood that. You never done that? Like ah, and they just crack no, it I've on the or something. Eddie <laughs> punk rock, I've never just, like, that Eddie vettered it. You know, that, no, 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 no. I will say that is pretty baller because when I see that happen, because I freak out because I'm looking at my guitars like you said, yeah, it, and I'm see, like. Do you know how much I paid for that? <laughs> wow, what you do that? <laughs> what you, I would have taken that from you, man. You say baller, and I just go, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. But but interestingly enough, uh, when I was in my teens and Green Day was was coming on the scene, just to date myself a little bit, um, I came across an early interview with him, and interestingly, Billy uh, right away admitted that they actually wrote all of the guitar on acoustic first. Period. Never ever with an electric. Wow. Yeah, I found that really interesting. That's why the harmonies it works so well with That's harmonies right. and things. That's right. Yeah, it told me a lot. It told me a lot yeah. about the band. My <laughs> dream interview actually would be Paul Newman, and and the reason. Ooh, yeah, cool. the coolest man probably ever to he, live. He really was. Like, he was so cool. And, and the my epitome of cool. Yeah, and as people, as, as our listeners and, and, and uh, watchers of the show know, mm -hmm. my father's a race car driver and used to race with Paul Newman quite mm -hmm. often. 
and he was always just such an unbelievable class act at the track. Mm -hmm. A gentleman, he was personable, he never hid behind his fame. He used to go around and introduce himself to like everybody and he for a while he would ride a little scooter kind of around the the paddock area and go to every single trailer and awesome. hi I'm Paul Newman. Yeah. And what was so cool about it, I've told this story on the show before so I'll, I'll keep it brief, but when he launched Newman's own and decided to dedicate 100% of the profits to the Hole in the Wall Game Camp as a charity. He was peddling the spaghetti sauce and the salad dressing on his own at the racetrack, just trailer to trailer. Be like, guys, please taste this. It's delicious. If you like it, it's for a good cause. Please, please, next time you're at the grocery store. I mean, what, what you would know, you what do? Paul what Newman comes up to you and is like, it's for a good cause. Like, okay, Paul yeah, Newman. Whatever. Right? Yeah, sure. Bring pa it. Yeah. Paul, Paul Newman, how many do you want me to buy? Yeah, <laughs> how much? Yes. Yeah, so, Seriously. So I would like to interview him just so that I can figure out and ask him how he was able to maintain that level of humility at his level mm. of celebrity. Well, I mean, I think that's magical. I think mm. that is too. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you think about the time change of, of what's of what's happened. And, and, and as we were taught, we kind of go back to media and how things have grown and changed. You didn't necessarily have all that. Neighbors Don't Knock is produced by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. Combining years of experience in acting, podcasting, and sales, CNG offers big media products at small business prices. To learn more, you can visit their Facebook page or email them directly at admin at cngcommunications.com. Well, we are having way too much fun here, which is a good thing. But I do want to get back to a little bit uh, about getting to know what's going on with you. And, and you know, we, we've talked about uh, Pod Houston, which I know we'll end up circling back to more because we want to make sure we get more people part of the, the Pod family, right? Um, but you do a lot more. And, and what is it that you are working with right now? You mentioned something because you coach. Uh, do you have a lot of people? Is that more of a passion that you're leading into? away a little not necessarily away from podcasting but kind of leaning more in that direction interesting that this happened organically is that i uh you know i was doing pod houston people were asking me hey how do you do this podcasting thing and from there i was like you know there there's something here i was getting asked all the time at every event what is how can i launch my own podcast from there it inspired me to start ozeal media which is basically a podcast production agency uh where i consult we we produce uh podcasts as well we do the editing and marketing as well, run uh, marketing ads. So it's evolved into a full-fledged business. And I've been doing a lot of like working with B2B companies and entrepreneurs and a lot of solopreneurs and helping them launch their podcast. So it's been really fun just to see it evolve into there. I mean, even like my mom asked me, she's like, you know, you're doing this podcasting thing. And she saw me back in the day. Is when she, she a client yet? She, not yet. Not yet. I'm like, mom is going to be starting a podcast. Trust saying, me. We'll Come on, mama. We'll give you the friends and family you got, discount, You got mom. the AirPods already. <laughs> you know, you're listening to podcasts. What's up? Teched up. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Up. Why not? That's the next Move. Backstory question, real quick, just to mm -hmm. flesh out your mom. Was yeah. she a stage or a film actor? Film. Film. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, film. She, she has to do a podcast. I, I don't she think has to. I don't think that kind of film. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I 
just, I just mom, wanted to, I did, mom, I mean, it was that kind of film, right? I, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mom. So I just, uh, this, it's like my tagline apparently for the show that I apologize to mothers out there. I'm normally so. the filthy one on the show, <laughs> and Brian Chambers out of how nowhere. Many, how many for yeah, exactly. yeah, How many? Just What's took going a on? A long time to, to respond when he said yes. You're like, it's okay, four finger pores that I've been giving you. <laughs> All right, so all right, oh, so now I, I'm I, thinking about four fingers. This is getting bad. <laughs> so, okay, What's happening yeah, here? This wait, 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 unraveling. Where's this I want to know where you are going with this because all right, you you have your answer. So where are you, where were you going with this one? No, I was I was only going to say that you have incredible stage presence. So I didn't Thank know you. If that came from your dad or your mom or just on your own. Oh um, yeah, that is is much better. Yeah. Than what I would say. <laughs> well, and by golly, you look incredible in adult films. Um, no, go. That would be the worst. Would, could you ever imagine? That would be the worst. If you, if, you, if you ever happen to watch an adult <laughs> film and you saw you saw your parents from a younger time, like you know, yeah. It, I, I mean, I don't know how I, I don't know how I would react. You ever walk in your that parents? Oh, are we gonna go down that road? Yeah, yeah. We're Come gonna on. go down yeah. that road. Come on, yes or no? It's a yes or no question. Uh, uh, <laughs> Ozio, yes or no? Yes. yes, I was the neighbor. No one oh. Yes, I was like right there, dude. I, I was like, what's happening well, here? Don't yeah, fall. Me, me too. Yeah, yeah. 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 one time. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it, it only took one time. It just one time. It yeah. just burned in there. I do, it was the morning. Like, Mom, it dad, was an I early love morning. <laughs> and uh, and wow, congratulations, because you know, I mean, you, looking back on it, you know, I had no idea how to react, honestly. I actually went to my. Uh, I know because I, now I would cheer and applaud. <laughs> I mean, like, cry damn, on. let's go. <laughs> just as long as you don't say you go, girl. As long as you don't say that. Oh, just okay. So getting back, <laughs> getting back to the cleaner version of this. This is fun. This so, is oh my god. But you okay? So you you work with a, a, an array of clients, right? What would right. you? What's the most interesting? Or you know, what are the other the, than the, neighbors of Knox? Yeah. What yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah, what type yeah. of clients do you do you get? Or is there do you have a kind of a cap on on certain industries that you don't want to work with? No, you know what? All I should of say it. don't want to work with, but so, don't typically work with. So actually, I worked with a beekeeper, really, like in Idaho. Who's like, I just We had an episode about beekeeping. It's hey, imp- it's important. I mean it's important. It's it's important. I mean, the guy was super passionate and that's wanted so to awesome. start a podcast. And that's the thing that I want to mention that you know, people think that the biggest myth is like people say, Well, podcasting is uh replacing radio. And and radio is like, you know, it's 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 radio, but it's you know, online, right? Um, yes and no, but I, I look at podcasting more as a as a magazine, it's more of a specialized magazine, mm, and I, I think like we're that. seeing different niches that are coming into this space. And I think that's what's been really cool as a coach to see like all these niches that you had never imagined wanting to launch a podcast to say, "Hey, I want to talk about this specific topic," like you know, uh, divorce mothers from you know covert narcissism, or like beekeeping, or you know, chameleon breeding. I love it. I mean, you're wow. seeing all these interesting niches. Chameleon breeding? I mean, there's a guy who does, like, he does, like, meditation, and he does, like, uh, it's kind of like, uh, what is it? I um, dig the meditation stuff. I, I love it, too. I do sleep meditations before I go to bed. Yeah. I actually really dig. I'm, I'm getting really into the meditation stuff. It's awesome. I mean, it's amazing. So just to see, like, different niches kind of use podcasting to be able to kind of share their message and, and do their thing. It's been pretty cool. So yeah, the beekeeping thing was really cool. Um, getting you know skincare specialists and doctors and you know different people that are coming into the space using podcasting as as a marketing tool, but more of like leadership because I, I feel like guys that you know now, especially in the business world, 
you know, leadership is a new marketing, you know, and I think that, you know, now we're seeing people saying, how can we use this podcast thing to be able to voice our message and bring community together? Much that. like though you're bringing neighbors together and expanding the neighborhood, right? Um, these businesses are saying, well, let's use this so I can build my personal brand, my thought leadership, and let me build community authentically through my voice. Literally, let me use my voice to start this, this podcast. And it's been really, really cool to see them actually get it. Because before they were like, it's a hobby thing. It's it's just yeah. it's a hobbyist, you know. Yeah, I love yeah that. but a lot, a, lot of, a lot of people do. They embrace it. it. I think it's it's it. I think it's important to say that, yeah. especially for those that are interested in doing podcasting, um, because I, I have seen a lot of people that will start and then they see the amount of work or they yeah. get frustrated and, and they just kind of fizz, it just fizzles out, fizzles right? Out, yeah. And I, I think if you do have a passion for that, just to stick with it, I, I think is is a great thing. But let me ask you this. Do you love being more on the coaching mm. side versus being on the mic? Because I know I, I can see how much you love the mic, but it, uh, or, or, <laughs> or a little bit. Or man. do you see yourself doing more producing as you get as you get farther down the line? You know, I, I love I think there's a need for helping. And this is something that I kind of like discovered when I was in the music industry is like talent development. And I think, you know, you guys obviously are like naturally talented. You know, but I come You're across. You're welcome back on our show anytime. Yeah. You like, <laughs> anytime. By the way, it's the first time I've I, first time I've seen you like perk up like that. Over the, oh like, really? It's like, it's like, I'm like, we I'm, are. I'm, I'm talented. Neighbors don't not. Pod Houston certified. I mean, you guys are amazing no, and and, and, and naturally like just so genuine and so candid and just so just so aligned with your message and what you guys are doing with the podcast. And and but there's others that struggle with this is the first time, right? Being behind the microphone. And they need a little bit of confidence. I would like to be in a space where I can help those podcasters who are passionate about the message, but yet need a little bit more of a talent development to be able to convey and articulate and communicate what they're trying to, to build with their podcasts. And I think the talent development side is really exciting to me. And I feel like podcasting is going to become, and I don't want to say this too much because we all know where the record labels went, but I feel like I want to be kind of like with the record labels. We're kind of developing talent, like back in the old school days when the they R were RC really the RCAs. Yes, exactly. When yeah. they were invested in the talent, I feel like I will love my coaching to go in that direction. And while I'm still building community, but man, guys, I mean, just being here with you guys, I love still being behind the microphone and being able to just have these conversations and just vibing. I mean, it's just, it's fun, well, so much you know, fun to me. I, I think the beauty is that you, you equate it to the record industry, but you can also equate it to like big Hollywood. You can, you can do both. That's the beauty, That's right. right? If you look at all these very talented actors that are also directing, that are also producing. Isn't it interesting how it's like, oh, so many hyphens now, like so many like creatives yeah, people in the film industry. There's not one. I think is really, that is interesting that you point that out because I was, I don't know who I was talking to the other day. Someone pointed that out. Most people are moving in different directions multi at, while doing multiple things. That's right. That's becoming almost a norm. I agree. I do think, though, that the music industry started it, right? And actually, I will specifically mm. say I do think that the R&B and rap artists in the music industry really sort of started mm. that, like, wow, you mean we can have simultaneous side-by-side -side careers and still be making music and making yeah. art that works i mean if you look at like when um, i guess i mean michael jordan was a i mean space jam was pretty innovative like innovative when he that's when a he very did, that's a when, very when fair point yeah. I, yeah. I mean I'm, I'm saying because yeah. no one had really seen an nba star that's right go that's out a, that's, that's a right. very fair point well done with that i'm i'm actually uh, a bit in check on that one that's really good but but i will say that i think the music industry you saw more people jump on more quickly right you didn't see a whole lot of athletes 
kind of follow in his footsteps and start producing immediately. Maybe Shaq eventually on the basketball side and people like yeah. that. But well, I think you know, also tried, but then sort of just it, it also went with, with, right, with the certain right. industries. I think it lends itself to for time right like certain to, to expand, you, to expand and, and as athletes and as we've seen have a lot of demand yeah in general not that musicians don't but it's yeah. just it's just a different balance but i do think on the music side it's much more of what you're talking about with sort of that grooming talent right it's not just coming up with the funding and you know doing the advertising and the marketing it's also honestly like sharing advice from history of, of personal experience and grooming talent i mean look at eminem he never would be i love i love is. him i love him Dr. so much right. dre was, dre. Dre. Exactly. was, dre was right. great man i love and, eminem. And, him. and another thing that's really fascinating to me guys is just the creator economy and now we're seeing creators uh even like podcasting you know obviously we see the cameras and you're on youtube and we got this audio uh platform but we're seeing a lot of creators now especially like podcasters are kind of like evolving and marrying into the YouTube world and YouTubers want to be podcasters and vice versa. So we're seeing this like this evolution of the new creator, which now like, you know, YouTube is how now is acknowledged. They were on podcast movement recently and they were saying, hey, we love the podcasting and we want to include you more into the space. So now we're seeing more of the video podcasting really start taking shape. And I think you guys are doing a fantastic job of doing that. And I think it just gives you. you for more, absolutely more promotion, more marketing, more discoverability. And I think we're going to see a lot more people through the video format to start coming into our ecosystem and start learning more about podcasting simply because of the video aspect, right? The video is, is personalizing the brand, but the audio is more of the intimate, you know, humanization of the brand. So I think Bringing the both combinations together and then seeing this creator economy really grow, it's really exciting times to be in podcasting right now. And what you guys are doing with video and audio, I think it's the perfect time. It's early. Um, here's a really interesting stat for your listeners and viewers that, you know, Spotify will say that there's about two to three billion podcasters, right? Um, actually, that's false. Apple Podcasts, which is the number one podcasting aggregator, has officially stated there's only 380,000 active podcasters. So when people say did that, that podcast... Did that do anything for you? Did that, did does, you does that did excite you? Did you, did you, 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 you perk up for I'm that? Total did you, freaking he loves stats, man. He I love stats. No, so I, these are exciting times. That is, and that's a really cool... Space, that's man. a very cool it's stat. Not crowd, it's not too crowded. No, I, I love hearing that because I've always questioned these stats, mm. right? And we, we had a gentleman on, on the show uh, recently, a little shout-out from, from Pod Inbox, and one of the things that he brought up that was so interesting to me is that you know 95% of his clients have like... 15 listeners, right? And you think about that. You think about what podcasting is and how people do it just for the passion of it and do it just because they want right. to you know, put a message out there, put their voice out there, aren't necessarily looking to be monetized or growing Joe Rogan. or anything like that. Joe yeah. Rogan, sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, I know we use that, but, I mean, he's one of the biggest yeah. names that people know. And that that's what's so wonderful and democratic about it. But on the flip side of it, you get those skewed stats of, oh, there's millions of podcasters. And you go, well, are there? Yeah. You know, are there? I mean, yes, there are millions, maybe, but are they serious and dedicated and trying to, yeah. you know, do a, a show? Maybe not. Mm. Right. What's the real number? But the, I think the fact that you bring up, you know, Apple being the biggest podcasting platform and you bring up YouTube's interest at, at Pod Movement and you bring up uh, Spotify, and obviously Spotify paid more for Joe Rogan 
yeah. than any awesome. other contract in the history of entertainment. And right? if that was us getting that deal, I wouldn't have a problem <laughs> going to Spotify. And, and, and Indy, really Spotify, we're, we're open to negotiation. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, Spotify, hey if you're listening. <laughs> I'll take the first call, please. Uh, but, but, I, but I will say that um, it's a testament to, you know, major companies don't do anything by accident. Mm. Right. They really believe that this thing is here to stay. Podcasting is growing. It's a huge market for them. And it's going to cost them many, many millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars to compete with each other in that space. That's right. So how you do it is fascinating. Right. And for me, it's like when um, when satellite radio when when. Was it was it serious or was mm-hmm. it XM at yeah. the time when they picked Sirius, up Sirius X Sirius XM when they picked up Howard Stern? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah. that was the best thing they ever did. Yeah, but do you Major. remember remember how eye popping the contract numbers, the rumors were? <sighs> yeah. Right? yeah. Well, Joe Rogan's contract makes that look like small fry time, right? But it's the same type of investment. It's the same type of statement to the world of okay, this thing is is real, right? Now what do we do with it? Well, we need to grab the biggest talent in it. In Joe Rogan's case, whether you like him or not, he is the highest downloaded and most watched and listened to podcast on the planet. So they're going to grab the biggest talent in it, pay out the nose, and that's their investment mm. and see where it goes and see where it leads stuff. Now, hold on real quick, because as you're talking about that, yeah. I have a question for you, Zeal. How do you feel, speaking of, of talent and grabbing the biggest talent, how do you feel that that – does that – is that good? Does that bother you? You know, I actually love, like, there's a podcast, and I'll, I'll give him a shout-out, Smartless, with Jason yeah, Bateman, yeah, Will Arnett, and, yeah. and Sean Hayes. Love that podcast. Mm-hmm. Love those guys. You guys are welcome anytime on the show, too. <laughs> um, but, you know, does that bug you that people like celebrities or A-lists or people that are of name recognition that will come in, and instantly they can say, I'm just going to start a podcast today, <laughs> and they're honestly Boom. making, they're, they're honestly making you know, three times more than anybody ever made just by doing their podcast starting day one. Yeah. Does that bug you at all? It doesn't, because, okay. you know, and it's interesting you say that. Ryan, because I remember, like, you know, I was just that indie purist. Like, I was like, no, you know, we're indie, you know, forget the major labels. And it's interesting you say that because four years ago, I said this to the podcasting Indian community. Actually, I said this in a Pod Houston event. I was like, we got to step our game up because the pros are coming. The pros are coming. And what happened? The pros are here. ESPN, NPR, celebrities. Big brands, Trader Joe's, eBay, Walmart, McDonald's. I, all didn't, the, I didn't realize Walmart. Walmart has a podcast. <laughs> do they really? They wow. do. Okay. They do. So all the big brands are now playing in our sandbox. So it's all game now. It's like it's it's all you know. It's all about really leveling up as an indie creator. And I think part of it is having talent, having a, a, a clear like mission, and having a clear brand and who you're trying to affect, whether it's local or whether it's obviously going global. But really being good at your craft, like you guys are. And I think to me, and that's why I'm so passionate about training and helping young indie creators getting into the podcasting space that we didn't go to formal broadcasting school, you know, but we still have to learn the way Howard Stern and the great Larry Kings, we have to know how to conduct proper interviews if we want to step into this podcasting space, because guess what? Howard Stern's in here and all the ESPNs and NPRs and This American Life and, you know, uh, Guy Raz and all the big Joe Rogans. We're competing against them. Smartless, we're competing against them now. 
So now it's like leveled out to where as an indie creator, as people that are getting into the space, you got to learn how to rock the mic. You got to learn how to entertain, educate or entertain. You got to be concise. Your brand has to look good. Like this amazing brand that I'm looking at. We, we, we got we to gotta make sure that we package it well, because now we're, we're not podcasting. We're pro-casting. Now we're in this whole different, you know, landscape. I, love, that we, I like that. You like that? I just threw I that love, in there. I, I, I love, like, hey. Pro, okay, let's well, go. Cheers. Well, I was like. Uh, exclusive. Oh, my gosh. Should we coin that? I mean, do we, do, do we have to, <laughs> do, we, do we need to get a patent on that or something right now? <laughs> it's like, start, start, <laughs> Philip, Philip, start the paperwork. As I'm looking at our mixing board, the pro-caster, I'm wondering if Rhodes going to be suing us anytime soon, you know? I mean, you you left the ER off, right? <laughs> <laughs> we can get away with that, but you know what I'm saying. So that, I think that, it that's why I'm so passionate. So I'm curious to know from you know you guys. You guys have been starting. You guys have been podcasting for what two years? I think just a little, about. yeah, a little over two years. What's your take on this podcasting scape? And and just like I know, Philip, we were talking, you know, before we press record, even about like the numbers and the metrics. And sometimes people, indie creators, get obsessive with like the metrics and I'm always about like message over metrics, really learn how to cultivate, get good at the behind, you know, attract your audience. And then you can focus on after a year or two years, you can look at like, are we growing? What can we do to grow and scale this podcast? So I'm curious to know, like, what do you guys think about your experience into this podcasting space in regards to the metrics and just the evolution of like your journey up to this point? Well, I'll jump in on this one. Um, and I love that you threw something back at us. Uh, you know, this is this is my take about this metrics and everything else aside. If you have a good support system with with what you're doing, if you have somebody, what, what it doesn't have to be someone that's you're co-hosting with, just somebody that's supporting you, saying keep going. You know, you need someone in your corner, and we complement each other really, really well. I think that's what helps us, and we just happen to be doing the show together. But, you know, like, Philip, you are a very nuts and bolts, analytics, numbers person. That's not my forte, mm. you know? And I, I, I don't know if we would be having as much success if we didn't complement each other. Mm. And, and I'm not, again, I'm not saying that, that someone has to have a co-host or you have to go into a show. But even if someone's, you get someone that helps you set up your recordings or, you know, or just is there to say, hey, man, you can borrow this or use my, use my space if you need to, or just, hey, I'm going to listen to you and, and make you feel like you have someone in your corner and say, hey, that episode was really great. Just giving you some critiques. One of the things for me, when you talk about the numbers and the metrics and like the, the scope of podcasting and what it looks like, when we first started the show, our first couple episodes, okay, we're just having fun. We're bantering. We had no equipment. It was great. But I quickly, like Brian says, I'm geeky, I'm analytical. I get obsessed with the numbers. And any of these podcasting platforms start throwing numbers at you as if they're fact, right? They seem like they're hard facts. Oh, we're getting downloads in these states, in these countries. And wow, what's going on? And you get kind of easily obsessed with it. Wait, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Would you have stopped if it was just you mm. and you had seen the numbers? I, I'm, I'm curious. Like, I, I think so. And actually, to, to mm. compliment you, Brian, I think that what really kind of kept me going was Brian reminding me, like, dude, be patient, right? We're uh, doing this yes. for fun. We're doing it for ourselves. We have a good message. We've got good laughs. It's the marathon, people are telling man. It's us the marathon. To, yeah, people are telling us they're laughing. And, and to your point about support networks, what really kind of struck me after I was when I was going through that sort of early phase of kind of worry about the show and worry about the numbers, I started getting that personal feedback of, hey, 
caught your episode on Apple or on Spotify the other day, laughed my ass off. Thank you guys so much for putting it up there. And that was just eye-opening. It was like, wait a minute, I'm actually making people that aren't necessarily my dear friends, aren't necessarily my direct family laugh and enjoy themselves and they're listening. Yeah, it was like... Changes the game. Wow. Yeah, and I knew right then and there, like, we're we're in this. We're going to keep doing Mm. this. It's like it's intoxicating a little bit if you know you love it, and that, I think that goes for anything. But it's just I don't know. So we're I, those VJs with the mirror, the listen, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. And I just want to say, listen. I mean, I mean, I, I see t- when I see talent, I see talent, and and one of the things that I take great pride on is when I see. I, I used to call out the local bands here in Houston, where I was like, they're the ones who are going to make it, and they make it. And uh, at Fitzgerald's, that's where it was. It was at Fitzgerald's. Oh, the engine room. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, you guys have it. I think you guys, you definitely guys have it. So, I mean, I, I love oh, the fact kind, that you're, you're sticking you. with it. Yeah. And just like, you know, as you said, it's, it's a marathon, right? As an actor, you understand the importance of a marathon. Real quick, let me sidestep here. When you're not in front of the mic now, I mean, we, we talked about your early days that uh, you were, you know, you had the, the artistic family and, you, you know, what do you, what do you do now? I mean, what, what are your hobbies that you're doing when you get away from the media, when you when you have to turn all the, the media off? So I've, uh, you know, I'm usually, you know, going out for walks and, and back in the gym and I, I love my gym time. Are you, you a know. gym rat? I'm not a gym rat. Oh, no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Okay. I, I just like to stay active. You know, I used to actually prior to, to kind of getting a podcasting, I was a, a professional break dancer, believe it or not, if you can even imagine. So I was, I was one of those guys that was spinning on my I, head I'm and serious. performing. We, we, we have we, to, we, we have to talk about we, it. Yeah, we are going to have to talk about this. So I, used right to, now. I used to break dance. So being like in fitness and, and dance was something that's very, I was very passionate about. Like B-boy so, type B, of like stuff? Like, you were? Yeah, okay. All guy. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My so, wife was a dancer. So I watched, right a lot of, I watched a lot of dance stuff. So dance so. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was that guy. So yeah, that, was, that's, Okay, I'm so, not breakdancing so, anymore, obviously. No, no, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. no, I was about to ask. Not, not still? Yeah, yeah, I won't no, do no. it anymore. But still, I, I, I try to stay active. Yeah, <laughs> when I was your age, <laughs> I could do the spins and the flips. Yeah, yeah. I you know, two years ago, I was actually, I was, I was a PE coach. And uh, actually, it was, it was pre-COVID. And I was, uh, you know, the kids were dancing. And, and uh, at that time, it was, I think it was a Sugarland mascot came at the Skeeters. Yeah. And he, uh, and I was. Space Cowboys space now. Space Cowboys. Oh, now. Uh, something space like that. Space Cowboys. That's right. I forgot. The, the Skeeters. Yes. The mosquitoes. I didn't even the know Skeeters. they changed the name. That's sucks. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. changed the name. Oh, yeah. Space Cowboys. And now the Astros, are, now they're, they're sporting all the merch now. All, all, yeah. Because they, the other day, they were wearing Space City or something. Astros and, like logo. That. It's like. It's 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 like all the throwbacks and, and new logos. It's like I was like, what can Whatever. we sell today? I love the Astros, but I was like, well, come on, guys, what's happening here? Come on, marketing guys, it's a Sugarland ass clown. Come on, guys. give me a break. All right, so we're so, break dancing. So Skeeters forever. Skeeters, and, yeah. and so so the mascot called me out into a break dance battle. Well, actually, I, I, I actually was a, a dance move. It was, it was a dance battle. And then I decided to get on stage and 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 do some break dancing. Well, you know, is that when the hip went? The next I tweaked something. The, so I was like feeling amped up. The kids were like, God, cheering me on. Go, coach. Oh, p- um, adrenaline pumping now. Pumping, dude. You, you don't feel it, but it's pumping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm to school these right, kids. I'm going to get this mask, this little skeeter at. You know, so uh, you know, I'm going for it, you know. Uh, and then next thing you know it, you know, so everybody's cheering me on and the mascots give me a high five. And dude, the next day, bro, the next day, it was just like, complete sore i could not get out of bed i was like my break dancing days are over I used you're like to the do tin this. man from fucking 
<laughs> Wizard of Oz. Oh, So retired. So to answer your question, I, I try to keep active because I just, you know, want to okay. make sure that I'm just kind of, you know, staying active and physical. Um, and then, of course, I'm, I'm a father of a five-year-old, so he keeps me super, super active. Uh, and, what what, kind, what kinds of hobbies does he have? You know what? He hasn't, like, um, gotten into – I'm trying to get him into sports. My father got me into, like, boxing and soccer early on. Okay. Um, even, yeah, at the age of five, I was, you know, so, you know socking kids. So uh, so you were very active, and now your son's super active. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is he sports more He hasn't or? gotten into sports. I haven't really quite seen. Like, I'm, I'm not having seen, like, whether he's going to be artsy, which I hope, you know, he becomes the artsy type. But, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't seen it yet. But he's he's definitely active. He keeps me busy. He likes to go in the gym. He likes to punch the punching bag. So who knows? He might be my little future boxer, but he's definitely keeping me active. So that's when I'm not podcasting or doing my thing. I'm definitely spending a lot of time with my with my family. I you mean, that, that's, Im yeah. that's important. Which is I'll, fun. I'll share, a little, I'll share a little yeah. fellow father experience yeah. with that. You know, my daughter, nine years old now, going on 10, she was also not really showing any like interest in sports. Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to get her active and gear her that way and she just never really took to it because philip is a huge sports fan and those that listen those that <laughs> really, listen, those really? that listen no, to, those that like, listen no. to the show <laughs> no but i was really hoping she would be and and it just wasn't it wasn't clicking and and yeah. all of a sudden um kind of out of nowhere we stumbled into a martial arts class and she just it was like watching somebody be born for something it's amazing it was amazing man she got out there she was like super into it she was throwing good form for having never done a kick or a punch in her life like automatically that had to the, make you feel good oh it's so cool she had good form with that the like, senseis and the coaches right away like she needs to come do this like th she's th just this is her thing yeah but real quick before we get out of here yeah, I, yeah. I i do want to you being so influential with uh pod uh mm -hmm. houston what is coming up with pod houston and and how can our listeners get involved they're here locally if they want to yeah so definitely so we're have we have an event coming up um october 19th um it's going to be with Podfest expo we're going to have a full panel uh free events uh we're having the founders speak about how to grow your podcast Really excited. We're going to do this monthly. We're going to have a networking event in November, and then we're going to close it out, and then we're going to start gearing up for this conference back in 2020, yeah, 2023. Yeah, there you go. Um, so we're really excited about that. And then just continue just building the community, guys. I'm really passionate. I'm so like honored that you guys are part of the community. And well, we're honored to be part of the community. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. I mean, when you guys welcomed us with open arms. It was wonderful. Yeah, it was a great event. And uh, I'm going to continue just kind of pouring into the community, supporting indie creators that are interested in podcasting and just building from there. So seeing where it goes. And I also have another community called Vid Houston, which is basically a, a YouTube community as well. That's another something that I really haven't really talked about. But I'm going to like try to blend both communities eventually and then, of course, bring in and have a two day event. This is an exclusive. So I want to have a two day event where one day is Vid Houston and the next day will be Pod Houston. Oh, I love you know, that. Oh, idea. I so do love that as well. YouTube, man. We might have to might have to get on that. Uh, maybe speakers, speakers. Uh, ooh, I, 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 we need some. Come, I, I'm not going to say no. That would be amazing. Uh, we would love I, that. I, I mean, think, we, I think oh, we can make be, that happen. We'd love that. If you guys want to know how to get involved, if you're yes. here in Houston, you can go to PodHouston.com yeah. or you can check them out on Facebook. Uh, you can also go to ozealmedia.com. All of our all of Ozeal's uh, links are going to be in the episode description, how to get uh, involved 
And if you have questions, I know he would welcome you with open arms. Indeed, including Vid Houston if they have their That's own. Right. Yes, we do. We do. So absolutely. Okay. Well, we don't want to keep you that much. We could keep you all night, um, but, but <laughs> we we we, we, we can keep going. This is so much fun. But we want to offer our one of our favorite segments of some neighborly advice. Oh my! Do you have god. any neighborly advice for those out there? Man, oh my god! This, this fellow neighbors. For our I, fellow I neighbors. Fellow neighbors. Oh my we God. always save this one for like the second or third whiskey, you yeah. know, just to make it <laughs> like, really well, like, it, it's, uh, you know, I like don't, w- don't wear silk <laughs> underwear during winter season. Yeah. <laughs> Lyft, Lyft and Uber is my neighborly <laughs> Exactly. Sponsored by, yeah, that would be a great, yeah, great lead in. Let's go. You know, you know, so the podcast is definitely, you know, it's, it's very centered around personal development. It's something, a topic I've been really discussing on the podcast is that, don't be afraid to lean in and embrace the evolution of yourself. Meaning that, you know, I think we, we grew up in this society with like, you know, uh, cultural upbringings, you know, personal, you know, life upbringings. And, and I think it's important for us to be able to understand that we have to kind of step outside of the boxes and just evolve as human beings, as creatives, and kind of lean in to, to the things that bring us joy in life. So that's just a, a message. I know it's kind of a little heavy, but I think that I, I would like to see more kindness in, in, in our neighbors. Uh, I would like to see more empathy, more gratitude, and more perspective when it comes to life, but also that you have the ability to succeed and have the ability to give yourself permission to use your, you know, use your voice, to own your zeal, and ultimately your freedom. So I encourage everybody to to be able to continue doing that and, uh, you know, support, uh, you know, the things that bring you joy in life. That's that's pretty much my, my message for today. I well, think that's yeah, damn that, good. That's neighborly advice. really just, great neighborly advice. Out of me. And, you know, we love that you are owning your ozeal. Ah, do you see I like what I did there? Yeah, I bet I was thinking about that for about a half hour. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. It's a good one, man. I'll take it. Yeah, the shoulders can relax now. I wrote it down during our break or something. I was just like, I gotta get this one out. Um, you know, I thank you so much for spending time with us. We we really, really appreciate your time. We know how busy you are. Um, this was just a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I literally have one question. What is your favorite food? I don't know why it's been bugging me. My favorite food? Yeah, I don't know why. Like, like oh. type of food? Or like I, I don't know why. Type of, I know, you know, I, 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 yeah. Well, well cause when, when, when you showed up and, and, mm. and your wife asked if we were hungry, yeah. I got, to, I got to thinking, I was like, I'm not hungry, but I could eat later. Tacos al pastor. Really? Yes. Ooh. Have you ever had them? Oh yeah. yeah, my man, my yeah. man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. right here? Yeah, watch. Yeah, okay. What about you? Have you had tacos before? Yeah. Ooh, yes. What's your favorite? My favorite. I have to go on the Italian side. Okay, let's go. Anything to meatballs. Okay. Meatball sub would be like you could put a meatball sub in front of me. Ooh, I'd go to town, man. I don't care good. if I was stuffed. I good, would man. eat that sucker. That sounds good. Fascinating. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's, it's not really. <laughs> it's watching Cookie Monster eat a bunch of cookies. <laughs> That, that, that's, that's about the You're equivalent. Like a Subway commercial gone wrong. <laughs> What's that? P- pretty much, except without the walking, you know. <laughs> or the child porn, as the case may be. You know, poor poor Subway guy was Subway Dave, whatever his name was. Was it Jared? Right? Yeah, Jared. That. that was a Jared. Subway Jared. Yeah. That Subway was Jared. not Dave. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Fell and, very far yeah. from the tree. And if you're a fan watching for prison. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
We thank you for all those wonderful commercials. <laughs> yes. <Cheers. laughs> do you have do you, uh, my favorite? My yeah. Favorite, uh, I'll go with type of food. Believe it or not, even though I'm Italian Irish, my favorite type okay. of food is actually sushi. I could eat sushi three oh, meals a day. Oh, nice. So back to tacos al pastor. Yeah, man. Little Houston shout out. What's your favorite spot in Houston to grab tacos? Oh al pastor? my god, man! It's actually it's a place in the north side. It's a food truck. I don't know the name, but it's off of Irvington, and it's by by Moody Park. Um, okay, I don't so, know. Oh, so homework. for our listeners, if you guys yeah, yes. know, if you're local here to yeah, Houston and you happen to come across that food truck, leave a comment about that food truck. Apparently. Indeed, I'll, I'll tell you what. First person to figure it out in the comments will send Ooh. you a T-shirt. Oh, these guys are, yes. These, these guys are good. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Good. I like that. I like, and then now, 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 I'm, now I'm hungry again. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> still get some tacos. Well, we just want to thank Ozeal for spending Thanks, time man. with us. Thanks. Man, it's been so good. You, you know, you have so an open fun. invitation anytime. Yeah, you're welcome, anytime. 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 Thank you. And thank for you. you guys that are joining us for the first time, or if you're joining us for this. the hundredth time, we really appreciate you being loyal neighbors and having some fun with us. You can catch us. Every Friday we drop new episodes. Go like, subscribe, and follow us on YouTube and Instagram. And, you know, hit us up. We'll give you a comment. We'll shout, throw some love to you. Heck yeah. We love hearing from you. Comment, comment, comment. We can't ask you enough. Cheers, All right. Brian. Cheers. 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 Ozil. Cheers. Cheers, guys. All right. Awesome. Peace. Out.